Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. About five minutes ago, Ole Miss recorded the final out of their win against Arkansas State. Or at least it felt like it lasted that long. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm with you, middle of the week. Today is the 5th of May. It is Cinco de Mayo. I know lots of people love to celebrate that. I celebrate it for a different reason. My baby girl, Ava Montgomery, is 11 years old today, which makes me orky what? Old? I mean, you have been for a while, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting a little older every day. For just being really honest about it. So happy birthday to Ava Montgomery. Uh, fun day celebrating for her. She's got some surprises coming up this afternoon that she's got no idea about. And uh, hope uh, hope it's been a great day for her. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We're glad to be with you. The number for you to join us on the ceasefire text line is 601-879-4395. Be honest. You know your business deserves better. So get better with the C Spire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how C Spire can power your success today at cspire.com slash business. Hey, Dad, we were talking earlier this morning, and it was ear- I had kind of forgotten about it, but eerily similar the way Mississippi State's win over Arkansas State played out on a Tuesday night about a month ago and the way Ole Miss's win over Arkansas State played out last night including length of the game, also known as it lasted forever. A very weird and odd and random coincidence, for sure. Yeah, State had a game, I think it was 18-3 to going into the top of the ninth, and it finished 18-10 to or 18-11, something like that. Just, just, I don't know what it is about those Tommy Raffo teams, but uh, they like to keep you in the ballpark. I tell you what, the team numbers for Arkansas State don't wow you because they were really, really bad for the first month of the season, but they played better as of late. They got some guys, the top five in that order, that can really hit, really hit. And I think, let's see, Arkansas State had 16 hits in the game last night, and of those 16 hits, 10 of them were extra base hits. They had six doubles and four home runs. In the game, Ole Miss led eleven. Uh, yeah, Ole Miss led eleven to two. Arkansas State was up two to nothing going into the, bo- the bottom of the third. Ole Miss scored four in the third, seven in the fourth, and then it just kind of felt like it was on cruise control going into the sixth inning. Up eleven to two, Arkansas State scored eight to make it eleven to ten, and then Ole Miss got two in the sixth and two in the seventh. Arkansas State got a run in the eighth, a run in the ninth. Fifteen to twelve was the final. A combined 27 runs and 34 hits. And, oh, by the way, 25 men left on base between the two teams. Hooey! Borky, did you stick with it all the way through? 
Yeah, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't on TV, too. Yeah. It was on, I'm with but you. it was uh, not the not the priority. I, I, I certainly can, uh, can understand that. Hey, Dan, I think we said this after Mississippi State won that game against Arkansas State and other games like this in the midweek. Ultimately, there's only one thing that matters in a game that you play on Tuesday night or Wednesday night during the regular season. And that's whether you put a check mark in the left-hand column or the right-hand column. And Ole Miss did put a check mark in the left-hand column last night. And it's it's you know it's incredibly important. A loss like that, coming off of a great weekend, the way Ole Miss had, that would have been a disaster, an absolute disaster. So getting the win is all that matters. Nobody will remember how you got it when you're when you're hosting in in you know late May, early June. Uh, no change in the RPI based on the results of Ole Miss by getting the win stayed at number nine. If they had lost that game, it would have been, what, a five, six, seven spot drop probably in the Easily. RPI from, Easily. from nine to somewhere in the 15, 16, 17 range. Uh, but they, you know, just kind of status quo, able to uh, hold their spot in the RPI sitting there at number nine. Uh, what's up, guys? Middle of the week, beautiful day after a yucky, Scary, nasty weather day yesterday in the Magnolia State. It's like it, you know, no, I don't want to say it's like it never even happened. That, that's not fair because there was significant damage to uh, to homes, to property. Uh, I have not seen any reports of any lives lost. Hopefully that was not the case. But yesterday was a tough day from a, a weather standpoint. Absolutely spectacular today. Yeah, I had a pretty eventful morning myself. Oh, Borky, tell Don't me more. Do it. Here come emails. Well, it's not. It ended up not being as bad as I initially thought. So, during the storm, my neighborhood got smoked. I don't know if the if the tornado passed over it or we had some kind of really significant wind. Because driving home, once I got into the street that leads to my neighborhood, and then in my neighborhood, trees, limbs. I mean, it, it got smoked. It looked like a very weak tornado went through the neighborhood. Not kidding. And my house got spared, but my yard not so much. A tree from my neighbor's house. Uh, I say a tree. The tree is still in the ground. A huge limb from that tree was ripped off by the wind and sent into my yard. I'm talking like a good 30 yards of air between where the tree ripped off and where it ultimately landed, mostly in my yard, but it got my fence as well. Five or no six different points on the fence where the tree went through it or over top of it. It destroyed my apple tree, which I'm really disappointed in. Um, but it, it no apple pies from Borky. It wrecked the fence, and so I got home last night. And luckily, because I've got one dog in particular, that's um, an explorer. There were no holes in the fence. So, like, the tree, when it went through the fence, like, secured that there was no hole. So, I was comfortable leaving the dogs out. Just let them go to the bathroom and stuff without me having to watch them. Get home last night, take pictures of everything for my insurance company and stuff, and we go to bed. Well, my wife goes to bed around 9. I'm much later. So, I went to bed around 11, 11.30, and the tree was still there. Through the fence, multiple points, mostly in my yard. Okay. Somehow, between the hours of 11.30 and 6 a.m., my neighbor removed the tree completely in silence. Our bedroom window 
What? Is, is 10 yards from the, or uh, more like 20 yards from where the tree ended in my yard. He removed it somehow in complete silence. I'm the lightest sleeper on earth. He didn't wake me up. I don't know how he did it. I have no idea how he did it. But I woke up this morning and the tree was gone. At least from my yard. Now, it was still all over his. But somehow in the process of him doing that, a hole was developed, or a hole was exposed in the fence. So I just let my dogs out because the one, Brittany Spaniel in particular, just loves to run. And so I let him outside for elongated periods of time. He's an inside dog, but I let him run. He found a hole in the fence and went through the hole. And I found out that he did that because I could hear my neighbor. Uh, he is foreign born, um, I think Japan. And came here when he was a teenager, I think I remember him telling me correctly. So he has an accent. And he was screaming, no, 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 no. And I look out the window, and I see my dog in his yard chasing the two chickens that he apparently has no. in his backyard. And so, and Maverick's docile. Like, if a human grabs him, he's not, he doesn't fight the people. So my neighbor got to Maverick and grabbed him before I could get out there and brought him back to the fence. And as he was doing that, my dog had a mouthful of feathers. Ooh. And I thought, ooh, ooh, I ooh, thought ooh, oh, no, ooh. Maverick just killed some Which, chickens. by the way, this is not your fault. Right. I, I, it's just nature, right? He's a bird dog. I didn't know. I mean, he has chickens back there. As Wait, it what's your email out. address for the audience? Uh, <laughs> he has chickens back there, two of them. And... After we got Maverick back on my side and got him inside and we patched the holes in the fence, he's a very friendly man. Um, but he kept saying, yeah, one of them's just scared. One of them's just scared. And I was like, well, where's the other one? He said, don't worry about it. And so I kept thinking, he's saying don't worry about it because the chicken's dead. Because he only kept talking about how one is scared and, and one is scared and one is scared. And well, what about the other? Don't worry about it was his response. Okay. So we fixed the fence, and he had to go into work, and I go back inside the house, and after he left for work, I went back to the fence and was looking over the fence. Both chickens are still there. So, oh, uh, oh so, my God. So my dog didn't kill. This ends but, well. But one of them is missing a lot of feathers. <laughs> a, a lot of feathers. <laughs> Mm. Like uh, like his his little chicken butt is exposed right now. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> so the fence was fixable. It's not like a major repair. No, it needs to be well, really, I mean, really forgive fixed. Me for, but, forgive no, me for worrying about the fence. It, it needs to be fixed still, but we patched the holes in it so Maverick can't chase the apparent chickens that are in my neighbor's yard. Yeah. <laughs> Ceasefire text line, Borky. A chicken is a yard bird, so your dog was well within his rights. Uh, Thomas in Greenwood. Oh no, another Borky bird incident. I, know, man. <laughs> I, I missed our call this morning because I was making sure my dog didn't kill my neighbor's chicken. Sports Talk Mississippi, just getting started with you on this Wednesday.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Delays so far this afternoon, Lakeland northbound and southbound uh, at Lakeland Circle. Also seeing delays in Hines County I-20 eastbound. Uh, between Bolton and Norell. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. line vance says guys the stories you tell are why we are loyal listeners ain't nobody loves sports more than me but real life is also kind of interesting keep it coming mike in oxford wants to know if your other dog is Iceman or goose <laughs> i tried i wanted i wanted goose but our other dog's uh, a girl and so 
My wife wouldn't go for that. And I also tried Charlie because Call Sign Charlie was Maverick's love interest in Top Gun, and that was also a no-go. So she's June because she was born in June. Yeah, I know. Charlie's had a lot of hard years post-Top Gun. Yeah, that's why mm. they went with... Um, oh, gosh, what's her name? Not Charlie. Oh, uh, <laughs> what's her name, though? Um, she's in she's in Blood Oh, for the remake that's yeah. never going to actually get released? Well, this year, apparently. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh, Let's what see. is her name, Head? You, you know it. Um, she's she's in Blood Diamond. Um, Natalie Portman? No. Oh, my know. gosh. What was her name? Wouldn't be a terrible choice. Kieran no, Knight she was like a, a teenaged ar- uh, heartthrob. Um, oh, oh, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's uh, Tom Cruise's love interest in the new Top Gun. What if they'd gone with Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth with an S. Yeah. Didn't want to have that cocktail vibe to it, you know? Yeah. Or Karate Kid. See, it well, all comes Tom back Cruise to Karate Kid, Borky. Tom Cruise wasn't in Karate Kid, so. Although he could have yes, been a fantastic. Yes, but Allie with an I was. <laughs> he could have been a fantastic uh, Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. Allie could have played Charlie. Sorry, I'm yeah. like crossing character names and real names. Elizabeth Shue could absolutely have pulled off Charlie in Top Gun. I think they had to have somebody who was a little older than Cruz, and that's what Kelly McGillis was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think this is—it's—it's it's not like Jennifer Connelly's playing the same person. I think it's a different, right. different person. Yeah. Uh, Bob says, "Borky, it sounds like you are and have a good neighbor." Yeah, I, I was blown away. I mean, it was kind of unsettling at first because how did I not wake up? I mean, he was in my yard removing a tree. You know, and he had to cut that tree up. It's not like he could just grab it and throw it back over to his side. He used some sort of a handsaw. Had to have. Because, but he did it in silence. It's incredible. And and I thanked him a hundred times because he did not have to do that. But he waited, I assume, until most people are asleep and did it during the night as to not disturb us. And Mm. it unsettles me that somebody can do that in my yard without me waking up. But also, I mean, what a guy. And was not even anywhere remotely close to being mad about Maverick chasing chickens. He thought it was funny. I mean, he was like, that's what a dog does, man. Like, no yeah. problem at all. And um, we have a handful of feathers in the yard now because of it. So, All right, we mentioned Ole Miss's baseball game last night. There were other games in the SEC, and there's a reason that we're talking about midweek scores. Florida beat Stetson 9-6. Gators keep rolling. Texas A&M played at Globe Life Field in Arlington, and you beat UT Arlington 8-4. to That is the opponent for Ole Miss this weekend. And Louisville, coming off a weekend in which Brian Haydad said they do not deserve to be ranked anymore after being swept by Clemson, dominated by Clemson. They beat Vanderbilt 7-2. to Vandy, by the way, has lost three of the last four. But the final score is not the most interesting part of that. Dan McDonald, head coach of Louisville, still in his game uniform, doing a bit of a post-game Zoom conference because, you know, we can't meet with media people in person, said in the clearest of language possible, he is sick and tired of not having fans in the stands. I'm ready to open this place up. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm beyond frustrated. I'm tired of it. We're an outdoor sport. 
I mean, let's go, people. Turn on the Masters. Watch the Derby. Watch the games in the SEC and in other ballparks. It's an outdoor sport. You want to risk it, you risk it. Like, I'm, I'm tired of playing games without people in the stands. So let's open it up and let's let our fans come and let's let them enjoy some Louisville baseball. And then I'll be a little more excited to host a regional because, unfortunately, I haven't had a regional atmosphere yet. Dan McDonald and the congregation said amen. That is the strongest I've heard a coach come out. It really is, yeah. Since all of this began. Not tiptoeing around the issue. Not worrying about who's offended. He just laid it out there. And made some really good points. What do you take away from what Dan McDonald said? What's crazy, on on top of the fact that I, I completely agree, I support him wholeheartedly, um, I was watching the news this morning, and I mean, even after it's like, hey, being outside, especially after you can get a vaccine if you want, you're really not going to do much damage. Outdoor gatherings and stuff are are fine. Um, what's crazy is like Vanderbilt's open to 100% now. Uh, obviously, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss are. You're seeing it happen more and more across the country. The Yankees, even in New York City, are about to have a lot more people in Yankee Stadium here coming up pretty soon. The Mets, the same thing. We're going to do all this. Everything is opening more and opening more, and stadiums are fuller and fuller and fuller, and they're doing it in Texas and Georgia and Florida and Mississippi and Tennessee and everywhere. And then once the NCAA tournament starts, we go backwards. Makes no sense. He was really saying something you've been saying this whole time, Richard, which is let people make their own decisions. If you don't, if you're not comfortable coming, don't, don't come. You don't have to come. No one's going to make you. But if you're ready to go, then come to the ballpark. Especially I don't understand now. why that's such an issue. And I was thinking, I talked about this on the podcast for tomorrow. But you know, we're in a situation where you could end up with a a, a regional pairing of Starkville and Oxford. How sad would it be if we finally get that and then we can't have full crowd? You got 3,500 people there, regardless of where it's played? Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Jeez. I don't understand why the the NCAA does what it wants to do. It makes up the rules as it goes. Why is it okay for local regulations to work now but not work in a few weeks? You know, if you just go by local regulations, you remove all the liability from yourself. It's like, hey, we're just going with what the state state laws are. Yeah. Why do? Why? Why get in the mix? It's just virtue. I hate the term virtue signaling, but that's what it is. All right. So, um, news station, I think, in Louisville, WHAS has picked up the story. We've got further comments from Dan McDonald. We'll check those and play them for you. But the tweet says Louisville coach Dan McDonald today said his comments are not to show he takes the pandemic lightly. More from him and how Kentucky governor is responding later at 5 p.m. Here's what I hope. I haven't listened to what Dan McDonald says. I want to listen to what he says before we play it for you. Not that you can't go find it on your own. I just don't want to put it out there if it's not germane to the conversation. I don't need Dan McDonald to backpedal on a single thing he said. And, and I hope he didn't. 
I, I didn't take from his comments that he didn't take the pandemic seriously. What he no. thinks, he's, what, all he's saying is let people have a choice. Especially since it's outside. Yeah. Well, especially since if you can go to a game in Tennessee, you can go to a game in Kentucky. And if you want the it's vaccine, the, it is readily the, available for you. The virus isn't just saying, okay, we can't go to Tennessee. We don't like dry ribs. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. If you make them right, dry ribs are good. I like dry ribs. No, I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I like dry ribs. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying maybe the virus doesn't. It's staying away from Tennessee. Go. Um. All right, wait. Are you talking to a soccer game while we're watching? Yes, you know. Oh. Yes, I am. I am locked into. You guys could have said anything about how great Ole Miss is the past thirty minutes, and I would probably wouldn't have countered it. What are you watching? Chelsea Real Madrid Champions League semifinal. Chelsea's up one nil, up two one on aggregate. If it holds, we go to the Champions League final. So what was last week? Where they had a draw, the first, le- the first leg. So why did they get to keep playing? They didn't win. Well, Real Madrid didn't win either. It's 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 a two legged. Uh, it's like a series. Oh, so this is like a best of three deal. No, no, it's it's they play two games and then whatever the aggregate is. Oh, the aggregate score is the the difference ultimately. Right, 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 right. So what happens if they draw today? Uh, if it, it depends on what the score is. If it's one one, we'll go to extra time. If it goes to two two, Real Madrid would would advance on it on away goals. Oh, that's a great tiebreaker. Away goals is a tiebreaker, yeah. Could you imagine wow. if we did that in football? Away touchdowns would be or, incredible. Or like in SEC basketball, the aggregate, because you play teams well, you'd have twice, to, You'd right? have to have series, you know, I guess, to make it work. But Or in so. baseball. If the three-game series at the end of Sunday... 20 minutes just, ago. 20 minutes ago. Who, who had the most runs over the weekend? Could you imagine if we scored stuff like that? Your Mike in Oxford points out, and this is a really good point, and I think maybe what Dan McDonald was uh, frustrated with the most... There were 50,000 people at Churchill Downs across the street yes. from the ballpark on Saturday. Yep. And that's still only like... Said, he said, look at the Derby. Yeah. It's still what, like a third of capacity there? Yeah. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly cloudy conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 54. Your Thursday, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 54. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The all-new Ace Bolt and Screw is open with new extended hours in Gluckstadt to serve you for not only all of your faster and power tool needs, but we can now take care of much more. Now open on weekends to be there for you when you need supplies for all your projects. From fertilizer to landscape timbers and pine straw to Spartan mosquito eradicators, we've got you covered. Ace Bolt and Screw of Gluckstadt, now open with extended and weekend hours. Come see us. 
Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL. Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a day. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Four people who died after a plane crashed into a Hattiesburg home Tuesday night have now been identified. Forest County Coroner Butch Benedict identified the victims as 55-year-old Jerry Stanley of Hattiesburg and 67-year-old Louis Provenza, 2-year-old Harper Provenza, and 23-year-old Anna Calhoun, all from Texas. The FAA and National Transportation Safety Board will be in charge of the investigation. And the Department of Health is reporting 218 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report also includes the removal of 114 cases that were previously misidentified as COVID-19 cases, and the state's total now comes to just around 312,700. With the confirmation of two additional deaths, 7,223 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Gallo, Gallo, Shapiro, Shapiro, and now Bongino. Bongino. So what's up? If you want to work at Super Talk, your name's got an end at an O. Dan Bongino. It may make you feel good. Tonight at 11 on Super Talk Mississippi. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. John Machota covers the Dallas Cowboys for the Athletic. He's on your radio right now. Lest you were curious as to what Dallas's plans were in the draft, it was defense, defense, defense. First pick, Micah Parsons. And then they go corner, and then defensive tackle, and then defensive end, and then corner, and then inside linebacker, and then finally go to some offensive guys with fourth and fifth round picks. John, was this the right strategy for Dallas defense, defense, and more defense? Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it, just how bad their defense was last year. I mean, it's never been a strength over the last decade. Um, It's been solid to above average for most of that time. And if anything, that's what's kept them back from going a little bit further than what they had wanted in the playoffs and what ultimately got Mike McCarthy hired as head coach. And, and then they last year just take a complete step back and they got rid of obviously Mike Nolan after one year as defensive coordinator, but let's not act like he had a bunch of playmakers on that side of the ball. And so this was definitely the right route. Um, I think that not I think, I know that they would prefer to have one of those corners that went right before him and J.C. Horner, Patrick Sertan. So this was kind of their next best scenario. And Micah Parsons is a guy that they had graded even higher on their board than those two corners. It just uh, getting a starting corner was a little bit more of a need at that time, but they ended up addressing it in the second round. So, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any surprise from anyone that they went uh, 8 out of 11 picks on defense. I know J.C. Horn's name got a little bit of run late, but I feel like, John, every mock draft that I saw, and, and maybe you did one that I missed that, that wasn't this way, but everybody had Patrick Sertan going to 10 at Dallas, and then it didn't unfold that way. Do you think the Cowboys were surprised that he was not available when it got to him or maybe kind of had some, uh, I don't know, understanding as things were unfolding that it probably wasn't going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I think they were surprised. I mean, surprise is a, re- a relative term here because were they surprised like maybe I was surprised? No. I mean, because they're going to go through all these different scenarios and they would have preferred one of those corners, but this is their next best thing. You know, they, uh, Will McClay was on the radio down here, uh, their vice president of player personnel, uh, a little while ago, and he was just talking about how it felt like to them it was a little bit like the 2014 draft where they really wanted to get a defender there. They wanted to get Anthony Barr. They wanted to get Aaron Dowler. They wanted to get Ryan Shazier. And uh, several of those picks, including Shazier, went right off the board right before the Cowboys went on the clock. And so they ended up just having to settle for Zach Martin. And obviously that's worked out great for them. He's, you know, perennial all-pro, pro bowler uh, at right guard for them. But 
this was going to be their contingency plan. You know, Micah Parsons was the next guy up uh, that they were interested in because they know that they could immediately get him involved in their defense and use him in a variety of ways. Um, but uh, I, I can't sit here and say that they weren't a little surprised that both those corners went back-to-back. I mean, they just that, I could see one going, but for him to go back-to-back right before you went on the clock, they, 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 yeah. they were surprised a little bit. John, we played the game like everybody else does. When you look at first-round picks and you go, this is the guy that's going to be a bust, and this is the guy that's most likely to be a star out of the first round, and kind of taking maybe a quarterback or two out of the mix. So maybe looking for a name. Micah Parsons was my guy that I said, man, this is a 10-year starter in the NFL that's going to go to four or five Pro Bowls, and he's going to be an All-Pro a couple of times. Am I crazy for thinking that about Parsons? Oh, no. I mean, he's got the elite athletic ability that's special, uh, and, and particularly for that position. Uh, you know, one of the things that the Cowboys talked about after drafting him is how when they were looking, whether it be Mike McCarthy or talking to Jerry Jones after the draft, when they were looking at edge rushers and who could help them in that area, they felt like Micah Parsons was probably the best in that area of this draft class just because this draft class didn't have one of those, you know, really unique elite edge rushers in it. It didn't have, you know, a J.W. and Clowney or the Bosa's or Miles Garrett. Um and so because of that, or Chase Young, so because of that, you know, Micah Parsons might be the best, best pass rusher out of this draft, too. And so hmm. that's the thing. Like, if you draft Micah Parsons, let's say, three years ago with the Cowboys, um, I'd say I, I could see him being like a Pro Bowl player, and I could see him being like one of the better defenders in the NFC East. But with how I expect <laughs> them to kind of move him around and use him in a variety of ways, including as an edge rusher, blitzing him, something that the Cowboys just haven't done for a long time, um, if this is a guy that can get you five, six, seven sacks while also, you know, from the linebacker position, uh, that would be huge. And, and that would put him right in the conversation for, you know, rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year. And if it, and if it stays that way and he stays healthy and, 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 you know, he continues to progress as a player, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a guy that could be a perennial pro bowler. Just, it's so tough to project it at that linebacker position for me because I just look at, how many good linebackers have been in the NFL and how many of them had their careers shortened or didn't have the impact nearly that you thought they were would just because of how, for a lack of a better term, dangerous the position is. I mean, it is just there are so many collisions. There's so many different injuries you can get. Um, just staying healthy as a good starting linebacker for a decade is, is impressive, let alone to do it at an elite level. So, yeah, the Cowboys think he can do that, but obviously, you know, you got now you got to show it. Sure. John Machota from The Athletic covers the Dallas Cowboys on your radio on the Farm Bureau phone line. Let's flip over to the offensive side, and you can't have a conversation about offense and the Cowboys without talking about Dak and the recovery process. We've seen the the videos with the footwork and the quick throws. The Cowboys are saying he's ahead of schedule. What, what do you know right now about Dak and this long process from that gruesome injury a year ago? Yeah, I mean, everything seems to be on track, and they have said that they think that he's maybe even a little bit ahead. Mike McCarthy said that a couple of weeks ago. And Dak talked yesterday to some reporters talking about if he you know, absolutely had to play a game today, he could. Uh, I know the Cowboys are going to be very cautious with him. You know, Any type of OTA minicamp work is going to be off-to-the-side stuff. They're not going to put him in any situation where there's going to be anybody even running around him uh, where a potential accident could happen, someone could roll up on his leg or something like that. So I don't think you'll see him going against any like serious competition at the earliest in, until training camp. So you're talking late July. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's moving around well now, and he's at the facility, I believe, four days a week now, um, and so which is probably the most of anybody. And so, yeah, everything's headed in the right direction right now. Uh, it certainly doesn't 
appear to be one of those situations where, you know, when you see a gruesome injury like that, you're kind of sitting there waiting like, yeah, they can say whatever they want right now, but let's see in a couple months, and then let's see a couple months after that. And when you put all that together, it certainly seems like he's on pace to, you know, contribute in training camp, do what he needs to do there, and then be ready to go for week one. And ultimately, after you've seen that injury, if someone would have told you that everything's going to be good, he's going to be ready for week one the next season, you'll take that all day long. There were times last year without Dak where the offense looked comp- uh, competent and you know put some points on the board, threw for a bunch of yards, but it wasn't as consistent as it needed to be. Is there enough there offensively with the return of Dak Prescott, who was playing at a pretty high level before the injury? Uh, is there enough consistency to be where they need to be on the offensive side with all the focus on the defense and the draft? Yeah, no, there's no question about that. I mean, the, the, it's not just Dak, though, on the offense. I would say... Uh, you know, before he even went down, it was impressive. He was putting up those numbers considering that he didn't have Lyle Collins, the starting right tackle, who missed the entire season and had to have hip surgery. And then he only had Tyron Smith for two games, uh, because then he went and had, uh, a neck procedure. And so he only, he missed, you know, 14 games. So just getting those two starting right and left tackles back will be a huge bonus for Dak Prescott. And it would have been a huge bonus for whoever was playing quarterback last year, whether it was Garrett Gilbert or Andy Dalton. But yeah, certainly having those guys back and, and, one of the things I pointed out uh, after the draft was, you know, I'm a big action speak louder than words guy. And so the words going into the draft were everybody, everybody within the Cowboys organization was talking about how Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith were healthy and, and that they feel like they're going to be good, good to go and everything's going to be fine. And I was like, well, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the actions and the actions would have been, <laughs> let's see if they draft, let's see if they draft an offensive lineman relatively early and they'll tell you exactly how they feel about that. And they had multiple opportunities in the fact they could have done in the first round, they could have done in the second, early in the third, they had three picks in the third round. Um, and because they didn't, I, I, it gave me the confidence that they must feel, you know, as good as they're saying they do about those two guys. Cause if you had those two guys, in, I mean, just look at the Super Bowl. look how different Kansas city was, you know, without their two starting tackles and no doubt. How Patrick Mahomes as great as he is, couldn't get anything going as, as much as, you know, he was trying to be Superman and, and did a damn, pretty damn good job at it. But still, if you don't have those guys, I mean, everything else falls apart. And I think that also impacted the running game of Ezekiel Elliott. So you get those two guys back with Dak back. I mean, there's certainly enough weapons in the passing game. I mean, their top tight end, Blake Jarwin, he tore his ACL in the, in the season opener and missed the rest of the season. So you're going to have him back. And then, of course, the receivers and Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. I mean, they, they have the, the capabilities to be three 1,000-yard receivers. There's, there's just no question about that. John, last thing, only a little bit less than a minute left. Is this offensive line, if healthy, potentially better than the one that Dak played behind his rookie year? That would be tough. I don't know if I'd go that far. And the reason why it is, this this would be the telling thing. Of course it would have the chance, but the biggest thing is that you need all five of those guys would have to be playing together for you know the majority of the season. 17 games, you know there's going to be a nick, a cut, you know, like something here or there that – pulls the guy out for a little bit, something that maybe sits him out for a game, something like that, like a, a minor injury. But if you can have that group together for the most part for, you know, 16, 17, 15, 17 games, uh, then, yeah, I think that it could be, you know, the pieces are there. You don't have Travis Frederick, Tyler Biotish steps in at center. That's probably your biggest question mark there. But if all the other guys are healthy, yeah. it should be one of the better offensive lines in football. John, great insight today, man. Thanks so much for your time. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me on. That's John Machota from The Athletic, covers the Dallas Cowboys. Quick timeout, wrap up the first hour after this. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Outside of some road construction delays on 20 eastbound in between Bolton and Norrell, looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No other major problems to speak of. Buckle up, drive safe, have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. We think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright scary. That's why at Junikers, we're doing something about it. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th, you can buy directly from the Diamond Cutter. It's the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry. Company. Our diamond cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds. Fresh production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. Three quarter carat diamonds for less than $1,650. One carat's for under $2,000. And two carat diamonds for only $5,500. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing. Interest free. Guys, this is how you buy a diamond. The Diamond Expo. Save hundreds, even thousands, directly from our cutters. Three days only. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th. Don't you dare miss it. I'll be here to shake your hand. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or, or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8520. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. certainly hope that this text message is accurate on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 john cohen is on the regional site committee he was asked this morning about the 50 percent attendance he said whatever the park's listed capacity is the number will be half he also added that the dude's capacity is much more than people think Says he looked it up and it's 30,000. Apparently, size does matter. So, on the Wikipedia page, it shows Mississippi State's Duty Noble <laughs> Field capacity at 30,000. <laughs> now, the record attendance is 15,586. And the record attendance in the new dude is. 13,132. We'll see. If we're going with Wikipedia capacities, then uh, maybe that's the way to go. Forgive the dumb question, but what would the NCAA do if... I understand it's a little bit different with the, the seats, the seat back seats, because you can tell if it's half full or not. But... What can the NCAA do if Ole Miss and Mississippi State decide, you know what, the capacity in the outfields is pretty ambiguous because they're open spaces. Y'all come. What can what does the NCAA do to them if they keep it 50% in the seats that they can actually count and do the whole, y'all come and we'll only count half of you, in the outfields. What can the NCAA do to them if they decide to go that route? Doesn't feel like they could find them. Doesn't feel like they could strip the regional away because it's based on merit. And it's already happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not going to tell them afterward. Yeah, I guess at that point, after the fact, what are they going to do? I mean, is this sort of like a recruiting violation? You know, just, just do what LSU's doing. Ask for forgiveness later. I mean... Tell them they can't host a regional next year? The problem with that is, and let's, let's just make an assumption, and it's probably a pretty good one, that State's going to be good again next year. So you're telling some other team, yeah, you get to host, but Mississippi State's coming to your house as the one seed? It's not fair. Yeah. Uh, according to Wikipedia, capacity at Swayze Field is 11,477. Record attendance came in 2018, 12,152. Borky, real quick, edit that. 22,000. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. But seriously, I, mean, I like Wikipedia because you can get the best information there. Anybody in the world can edit it. But what, <sighs> honestly, what could they do? 
I'm sure there's a real answer and probably one that Keith Carter and John Cohen don't want to do, but what are they going to do? Are they going to give you a postseason ban? Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, couldn't, if the NCAA does try to punish Ole Miss or Mississippi State, I mean, that kind of feels like there'd be some pretty solid grounds for a lawsuit, me and my law degree that I don't have, but you think that you could have a pretty compelling case if they actually tried to punish you for that, right? I don't know if you know this or not, Borky, but the um, the schools are volunteer members of this organization and agree to follow the rules and the guidelines set forth. I I don't know the answer to your question. I, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not trying to be completely no, flippant. You're not. I don't know. I mean, generally speaking, athletics departments, athletics directors, university presidents and chancellors are not on board with just shooting the bird to the NCAA. You know, the NCAA will have, I mean, I, I suppose there is a representative from the NCAA who is a tournament director, and that is supposedly like the chief administrator of the tournament. And, I mean, if if you're asking me what could happen, if the school said, screw you, we're selling as many tickets and putting as many people as we can in the stadium, and the tournament administrator said, no, you're not, 50% capacity, 50% of whatever numbers agreed to, and there are clearly twice as many people as there, the tournament uh, administrator could theoretically say, Umpires do not go on the field. This game will not be played until the stadium is stripped. I mean, that's like a a wildest scenario. Or the NCAA administrator could say, whatever, man, play ball. Y'all sort this out over. They don't pay me enough to care about this. History has shown me that more times than not, the NCAA tournament administrator is more a stickler for the rules some of them have corn cobs inserted. Uh, some of them are way more chill than that. Uh, most of them fall somewhere in between the two. Probably would just depend on who you had. That's just a guess, though. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at PeroniStreetPros.com. News. I'm Rich Dennison. Facebook's oversight board voting today to uphold the social media platform's ban of former President Trump's account, agreeing that two of his posts the day of the Capitol riot severely violated Facebook and Instagram's content standards. But the board is giving Facebook six months to re-examine what it calls the arbitrary penalty of indefinite suspension and decide on another penalty that reflects the, quote, gravity of the violation and prospect of future harm. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Peloton is recalling 125,000 of its treadmills over safety concerns. The company is also recalling more than a thousand tread treadmills. There have been 72 reports of adults, children, pets, and or objects being pulled under the rear of the treadmill, including one death of a six-year-old. Fox's Ginny Casola, America's listening to Fox News.
I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. Understanding your energy usage helps you reduce energy usage and your bill. Entergy's My Advisor dashboard gives you free online tools to help you save power and money. You can check daily spend levels, view current bill projections, and determine where your home uses the most energy. Simply log into your Entergy account online or through the free Entergy app. Start saving today at Entergy.com slash MyAdvisor. What are the kids singing about? You know that game Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As the economy continues to rebound, Executive Director of the Department of Employment Security, Jackie Turner, sees a sizable difference from this time a year ago. A year ago, it was get everyone on unemployment, do it quickly. And now in the last couple of weeks, it is how can we get people off unemployment and to working again? Turner tells Super Talk that employers are continuing to struggle to find willing workers as unemployment benefits remain expanded. And Tuesday from the White House, President Biden outlined the next phase of America's vaccination effort. Our goal by July 4th is to have 70% of adult Americans at least one shot and 160 million Americans fully vaccinated. That means giving close to 100 million shots some first shots, other second shots over the next 60 days. In Mississippi, over 1.7 million shots have been administered. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, visit our website at msboc.us. Live music is picking back up and some big names are headed to Mississippi. Country music superstar Brad Paisley is set to perform at the Brandon Amphitheater on July 22nd and Luke Bryan's Proud to Be Right Here tour hits the stage in Brandon in August. And we've got more midweek baseball action in Mississippi this afternoon. Mississippi State is a perfect 10-0 in midweek games this season and will look to make it 11-0 as the Bulldogs take on the Citadel in Charleston with first pitch set for six. Due to Tuesday's severe weather, Southern Miss moved its matchup with Southeastern Louisiana at Pete Taylor Park to today, also getting underway at 6. Additionally, at 6.35, the Mississippi Braves will open their season against Pensacola after Tuesday's season opener was rained out. Stephen Gagliano, Talk Mississippi News. 
Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line to kick off the 4 o'clock hour. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball, d1baseball.com, on your radio right now. Kendall, what's up? Not much, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Let's jump right into the field of 64 projections yesterday. They are just that. They are projections, but I know you get a lot of interaction. Arkansas, Vanderbilt State, and Tennessee is national seeds. Ole Miss and Florida hosting Georgia and South Carolina in. So that's eight SEC teams with six hosts. How much movement could we see on that over the final three weekends? I mean, I think you see a lot. I mean, I think when you look at, you know, Texas Tech, you look at Ole Miss, I think these are both teams that they can finish strong, uh, could find their, their way into the top eight. I mean, I think you look at Texas Tech, um, you know, and the, and the fact that the Red Raiders won the series in Austin, uh, I get it. You know, they've got a lot of injuries on the mound, but they continue to win some games. So, you know, Texas Tech, you know, they had the series uh, against UIC canceled at home this weekend because of COVID at UIC. So Texas Tech, if they can take care of business, uh, in that series, the last two series of the regular season, uh, I feel pretty good about them, you know, possibly getting in the top eight. Of course, that would mean Texas probably needs to lose that TCU series. Uh, and then you look at a team like Ole Miss. Uh, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was big for Ole Miss to win that series, obviously, but I think it was even bigger for them to sweep it. Now they've swept it. They put themselves back in that discussion, uh, for a top eight. They still have plenty of work to do. There's zero doubt about that. Uh, but you know what? They're back in the discussion. And if you're Mike Bianco and you told him a week ago you'd be back in that discussion, uh, he would take it. So a huge, huge weekend against South Carolina. Yeah, certainly uh, I agree that he would be on board with uh, with that. Uh, I know it popped up on Twitter. You got some reaction to it with Texas Tech slotted above Ole Miss despite losing head-to-head and all of the metrics being slightly better in favor of Ole Miss, what was the rationale in having Ole Miss at 10 and, and Texas Tech at 9? 
Well, I think for the most part, Texas Tech has been more consistent. I mean, Ole Miss lost, uh, you know, four straight conference series. Uh, at some point, you've got to win your weekend series. And, and I get it. Like, the SEC fans are going to go, oh, well, the, you know, the Big 12 is not very good. Well, number one, the Big 12 actually is good at the top. And Texas Tech has a series win over TCU, uh, you know, who's the top three team in the country. And so uh, I think Texas Tech, honestly, has done a pretty incredible job considering some of the injuries. Of course, you could say the same uh, for Ole Miss with the loss of Tim Melko. Uh, but I, I'd say Texas Tech, for me, has been more consistent. Yeah, who's the better team if they play the three-game series tomorrow? Uh, it's probably a push, right? Like, it's probably whoever's at home, I'd probably pick to win that series. So, you can really go either way. I, I certainly don't think uh, you'd be wrong if you had Ole Miss out of Texas Tech. Uh, I just feel like Texas Tech, for me, is a little better. Help me understand what the committee looks at, because you, you so many people talk about series weekend victories, yeah. getting two out of three, winning a series, and, and, and you used that just a second ago. Is that what the committee does? Do, do they look at you know series as a whole, or do they just take individual games as data points? So that, yeah, talking about Ole Miss for a second, using that resume, where they say, okay, they got to win against Texas, they got to win against CCU, they got to win against Texas Tech, they got to win against Arkansas, uh, they've got to win against Mississippi State, or do they take into account that, look, they played Arkansas three times and they only got one, so that's a, a minus as opposed to a plus? Yeah, you know, I, you know, here's, so here's the deal. The, uh, officially, the committee will say they look at individual wins, but I can tell you from talking to committee members in the, in the past, they do look at series wins. I mean, they, yeah, they look at the singular metrics. But they look at what kind of marquee series wins they, that you have. I mean, they're, they're going to say they don't, but they do. It's kind of like, they, oh, we don't look at the human polls at all. They absolutely do. And so uh, I think when, if you're Ole Miss, you're Mississippi State, whoever, uh, I think it does matter uh, if you win weekend series. Now, is it going to, you know, is it going to be the difference between being eight and being nine? Maybe not, but it could certainly be the difference between, you know, being 14 or being eight uh, or something like that. So, there's no doubt in my mind they look at that, um, especially in a conference like the, the, the SEC. Um, winning a series or, or sweeping a series over South Carolina, three games is huge. Um, if you're in the if you're in you know the American or a conference like that and you win three or four, that's pretty impressive. Versus you know splitting a series, it's hard to win three or four games. So I think yeah. you absolutely have to look at weekend series, and I'm pretty sure they do. When the selection committee said they were going to announce 20 potential host sites as opposed to the originally scheduled 16, how big was that news for Southern Miss? Uh, it was huge. It was huge uh, because now you're in a situation to where if somebody like Southern Miss can just get in the, in the top 20, they can finish strong, they can get deep in the conference tournament uh, and potentially play for the conference tournament championship, uh, they would probably be in a really good position. Uh, as it stands right now, the issue that I that I'm running into with Southern Miss is I like this club a lot. I saw him over the weekend. Big big fan of Reed Trimble, uh, Hunter Stanley, Walker Powell, just hard nosed arms. I like them. The problem they run into is that you know merit's a big part of this, and location is a big part of this. And if you look at the host sites right now, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and uh, Louisiana Tech are all going to host, right? Well, if you put a fourth one there. I mean, location-wise, there's not really a need for another regional down there. So it could be one of those situations to where Southern Miss could, I mean, I wouldn't say screwed is the right word, but they could get kind of shunned because they've already got enough host sites in that area. So I would say if you're Southern Miss and you want to guarantee a host, 
you need to you need to take care of business this weekend, get in that top twenty, and then go on a massive run down the stretch. Make it where the committee can't even second guess you. You know, uh, get get to the yeah. conference tournament championship, even win that thing, and make it an absolute no brainer because you're probably going to have to from a location standpoint. If that was the rationale, I think Southern Miss fans would agree that the proper word was screwed, as opposed to shunned. But we'll agree see. With that. Yeah. I mean, potato, I, potato. I mean, I, I'm going to be a politician in my next life, you know. I got to, I got to keep it politically correct. All right. Uh, what if athletics directors don't keep it politically correct? The NCAA has said 50 percent <laughs> capacity. What does that mean? 50 percent of what? 50 percent of your all-time record crowd? 50 percent of your listed capacity? 50 percent of the number of seats in your stadium, etc. What does this mean, Kendall? Uh, I, my understanding. And I'm definitely not naming names on this one, but my understanding from talking to various sources around the country um, is that the schools essentially submit a capacity. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead to go ahead and say this. Uh, I'd be very curious to do a FOIA request and see what Mississippi State and Ole Miss are submitting as their capacity for the regionals. And 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 I'm not meaning that in like a hey, I want to investigate them way. I mean in that's going to be a hilarious way because I want to see the ballparks packed. Your damn McDonald guys. Came out last night. I don't know fantastic. I mean, he came out like just really pissed off at the fact they haven't had any fans. What happens? Louisville announces they're allowing more fans today. They just announced it. So, uh, I, you know, I, I think that we should have as many fans as we can. It's an outdoor sport. You're in a ballpark. It's hotter than heck. It's going to be so hot in Ole Miss. I'm not sure Corona can last on anything anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would say I, if I'm predicting. I'm going to say that Ole Miss and Mississippi State submit their capacity at about twenty to 22,000 people, if I, if I was guesstimating. I sure do like where you're, uh, you're thinking. Will the NCAA allow that to fly? Well, what are they going to do? Well, that's my, that, I mean, that's the question in all do? of this. What, what can down? they do? I mean, they could say the next year they don't give you a regional, but then – but then you're gonna you're gonna come out and say, well, because the administration was very liberal with their numbers, you're gonna hurt the kids. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure the NCAA doesn't want the narrative to be they're hurting the kids, especially right now. I would try it. I, I would test it out because I just I, I think it's gonna be a wink, wink, fist bump, fist bump situation. Yeah. We'll see. Does Arkansas fall in the same category? Although Arkansas has not been aggress- as aggressive with attendance numbers, excuse me, attendance numbers as Mississippi has. Well, I will say this about Arkansas: they announced attendance of like five fifty five hundred or something a couple weeks ago, and I've been there, dude. There were a lot more than fifty five hundred people there, so I think <laughs> so. We're all playing the same game now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Bomb Stadium clearly holds thirty two thousand people now. Uh, the parks are about to get astronomically bigger for the postseason. Yeah, well, but and I, I will say this, Richard, them. real quick. Well, real quick on a, on an actual serious note here. Uh, you know, the NCAA is allowing you to add seats. So, like for instance, you know, uh, Mississippi State has that big like kind of plaza out there. Ole Miss, I mean, they have the outfield area. They could they could add a ton of bleachers if they wanted to. I mean, you can get the NCAA's even told me like people can get creative on how they want to get fans in the stands. And we'll see what teams do. I have a feeling you're going to see a rector sets all over the country for the regionals. I wish I was in the bleacher building business because it feels like you might could make some money over the uh, over the next month or so. Um, Kendall, 
Always appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, shooting straight with us. You got it, brother. Be good. Thank you. Kendall Rogers, D1Baseball.com, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Did he just say the NCAA has told schools to get creative? Well, they get a cut, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) True statement, Michael Borky. True statement. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. So far this afternoon, some delays due to construction. That resurfacing project between Bolton and Norell on I-20 eastbound in Hines County. Expect delays. And Lakeland northbound just past Ridgewood. Expect delays there elsewhere. Things looking fairly decent so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to ccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. The all-new Ace Bolt & Screw is open with new extended hours at Gluckstadt to serve you for not only all of your faster and power tool needs, but we can now take care of much more. Now open on weekends to be there for you when you need supplies for all your projects. From fertilizer to landscape timbers and pine straw to Spartan mosquito eradicators, we've got you covered. Ace Bold and Screw of Gluckstadt, now open with extended and weekend hours. Come see us. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Supertalk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team here in the Jackson metro area. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for one of the most well-known media brands in Mississippi, Ole Miss Sports, and other great sponsorships, email your resume to Larry at supertalk.fm. That's Larry at supertalk.fm. Supertalk Mississippi Media is an equal opportunity employer. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Communication system is a go. Go! This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. 
back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, 4 o'clock hour. Conversation with Kendall Rogers. I like Kendall kept it a little more real today than uh, sometimes when we visit with him on the Farm Bureau phone line. It was fun. fun. You believe what he was saying? Absolutely. He's been right. His sources are obviously good. He was ahead of the... uh, you know how the regional hosting process was going to be determined and all that. So I'm gonna stick with. Him. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ride with him. Let's go. Yeah, he's talking to somebody that is privy to the uh, conversations. The Twitter graphic that he was mentioning sent out by Louisville. Update: Louisville Athletics is continuously working with state and local health officials to update attendance policies, uh, policies as the health climate improves. U of L officials sought and received permission to increase the percentage capacity for Louisville baseball home games to approximately fifty percent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, good, good for them. Fifty percent is not enough. No, but it's better. And it's funny, well, but, that... but 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 that's the thing, right? I mean, we're 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 so conditioned to how crappy it's been. Yeah. That a half measure is like, oh, well, you know what? That's better than nothing. You know what? Screw you. That's not better than nothing. Get it right. It should be at 100% capacity. Is 50% better than, a, than you know, 100 it people? It technically is better than nothing. Let's, let's be honest. It is better, but my goodness, just open the flipping thing up. Here's my question. Did Dan McDonald know this announcement was coming today? No. And decide to get out in front of it yesterday? No, I don't. And look so. like a hero to Louisville baseball fans? I think I think they made this announcement because they want to appease their coach, who has gotten job offers from Mississippi State and others. Well, maybe not job offer. I don't want John Cohen calling me, but has gotten interest from Mississippi State and other programs. They don't want him going anywhere. Make that guy happy. Yeah, job offers from places like Mississippi State. Places. There you go. Thank you, Bork. You. You, you grammatically corrected me there. <laughs> I don't need any angry texts. I think there's an element to asking for it and getting it. Have you noticed that? Uh, we talk about college sports all the time and the structure <laughs> of it and things like that, and, and nobody really asks for anything. I mean, they may do it behind the scenes, but not like what he did last night. He asked for it, and guess what? People backed down or whatever, and he got it. Now, on the football front... People are starting to realize that the four-team playoff is not good for the overall health of the sport. Uh, friend of the show, Ross Dellinger, reported yesterday, you've got eight athletic directors asking for expansion. Guess what's going to happen now? I mean, just maybe we should just start asking No, no, for no, stuff. no, no, no. It wasn't eight athletic directors. It was eight right, of the me. 11 eight conference commissioners. commissioners. That's, yes, yeah, eight commissioners. And, and I'm not like trying to pick nits. No, I mean, no. I'm just saying it's a, a step higher up the ladder. And I think the 11 means... It's the ten commissioners and um, the cat at Notre Dame. Yeah, commissioners, not athletic directors. Far more important. So it's going to happen because of that. If it was instead of eight, three out of the eleven, it's not happening. But people are asking for it. I wonder if maybe and this is kind of uh, getting ahead of my skis, but maybe people in sports are kind of fed up with status quo. It sounds like Greg Sankey might not be one of the eight. I don't think he is. Because who has benefited the most from it being four? 
The SEC. The SEC. Uh, apparently, Greg Sankey tells Paul Feinbaum that he is open to listening about college football playoff expansion, but adds, I've been pretty consistent in saying a four-team playoff has worked, is working, and can continue to work. Parenthetically, for the SEC. Yes. <laughs> and look, well, I mean, in fairness, Greg Sankey's doing his job. for the SEC, too. A what team? An an eight-team playoff would work for the SEC, too. You could get three in there easily. Mm, Not if you'd go conference champs and an at-large. Which is what... I'm I'm sorry. Conference champs, a group of six, and yeah, I mean, if it's just top eight in order? If if they're doing what they're doing now, where it's just like they have this arbitrary poll. It could be incredible. Guys, it's not going to be the case. Nope. But you're almost guaranteed two either way, because the at-large, there will always be an SEC team worthy, it feels. You would think. The ga- would you agree with this statement? Certainly more years than not, there would be. Tell me if you agree with this. The college foot- In the college football playoff era, the SEC has widened the gap between them and everybody else in college football. Yes, I would agree. I would agree with that. During the college football playoff era, so we're talking the last five years. At the top, yes. I don't know that 1 through 14, it's that much wider than it has been. But at the top, yeah. But I mean, is that but but Borky, is that really the right question? I mean, is the question is the right question has the SEC widened the gap between itself and the rest of college football, or has Alabama widened the gap between itself and the rest of college football? It's a good question. I, I can't remember exactly what it was like in twenty thirteen and earlier. I'm sure if I thought about it I could. But I do know if you took bottom seven of SEC and put it up against bottom seven of Big Ten ACC, Big Twelve, Pac twelve the SEC would smoke everybody. The Big Ten's second best team, at least this year, got beat by a four and five Ole Miss team in a bowl game. The second worst defense in SEC football history shut down the Big Ten's second best team. And I don't think that's an anomaly. I think that's what would happen if a lot of teams played the bottom seven of the Big Ten. I agree. Or the ACC or beyond. I don't know. I really think the widening of the gap started before the college football playoff came into effect. Because you, you remember you had the run Florida in 06, LSU in 07, Florida in 08, Alabama in 9, Auburn in 10, Alabama in 11, Alabama in 12. That was seven straight God. national championships. For the SEC, and that was before the college football playoff began. So your question about widening of the gap during the college football playoff, it's more like the college football playoff as a result of the SEC widening the gap in the BCS era. And Auburn was, what, 30 seconds away from making that Yep, making that another one? You're right. It's yeah. exactly right. 2013 against Florida State. Yeah. Oh, Jameis. Famous Jameis. 
That's the kind of skills we're going to see in New Orleans this year. Yes, sir. Come from behind victories. Remember that time that Jameis was suspended for a game and he showed up on the field in pads? Yeah. Remember Jimbo's face when he saw him? <laughs> what are you doing? They say pictures so, are worth a thousand words. Jimbo's face was worth three thousand words right there. All right, so the college football playoff started in 16, not in 14. No, it started in 14. Ohio State Start, won the first one. Ohio State That's won right. The first That's one. right. You're right. Yours. State and Ole Miss right. were in the first rankings. That's right. Sorry. So Ohio State wins it all in 14. Alabama How wins it in 15. Sorry. Because Zeke Elliott beat Alabama. Yeah. Almost no, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I vividly remember it now. I mean, Cardell Jones and, yeah, I mean, just Zeke Elliott gashing people. Yeah, Ohio State was on a tear. We, we ain't come here this to play chart school. That I was, yeah, this chart that I was looking at um, confused me just for a second. Yeah. All right, so Ohio State won the first, Alabama the second, Clemson the third, then Alabama, then Clemson, then LSU, then Alabama. And the NFL draft bears these results out. It's not it's not fluky in nature. Yeah. The best players are playing in these games, and they're playing for the teams that are winning for the most part. You're right. You're absolutely right. So in seven years of the playoff, the SEC's won four of the seven. And in the seven prior, it was six, it was six of seven. So the the playoff has balanced the field a little bit. <laughs> We're losing a steam, little. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Take a quick time out and be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly cloudy conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 54. Your Thursday, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 54. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
Welcome. Be a part of the excitement and return of Mississippi Braves baseball on opening night, Tuesday, May 4th, and the opening six-game homestand through May 9th at Trustmark Park as the Braves take on the Miami Marlins affiliate Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Early arriving fans on opening night will receive a 2021 magnetic schedule, compliments of the Pizza Shack. Homestand continues on Wednesday with First Responders Day and Cinco de Mayo drink specials. Thursday brings our first Thirsty Thursday of the season with $2.16 ounce beers and fountain drinks. Prior to the first 1,000 fans will receive Embrace Tube Socks, presented by Farm Bureau. Saturday, join us for the first post-game fireworks show of 2021. And Sunday, the first 200 moms in attendance on Mother's Day will receive a flower from Chapman's Florist, and kids can run the bases after the game. For more information or to purchase your tickets, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Your Mississippi Braves are finally back in town. The Spring Saving Spectacular at Mazda of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right, spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or $1,500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our Spring Savings Spectacular, only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit on select models. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As the economy continues to rebound, Executive Director of the Department of Employment Security, Jackie Turner, sees a sizable difference from this time a year ago. A year ago, it was get everyone on unemployment, do it quickly. And now in the last couple of weeks, it is how can we get people off unemployment into working again? Turner tells Super Talk that employers are continuing to struggle to find willing workers as unemployment benefits remain expanded. And Tuesday from the White House, President Biden outlined the next phase of America's vaccination effort. Our goal by July 4th is to have 70% of adult Americans at least one shot and 160 million Americans fully vaccinated. That means giving close to 100 million shots, some first shots, other second shots, over the next 60 days. In Mississippi, over 1.7 million shots have been administered. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. 
And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing Ceasefire customer, get an Everybody plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. <laughs> Ceasefire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to Ceasefire.com for details. In a world full of noise. Devastating the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. M-Trade Park is the ultimate destination for you, Triple SA baseball and fast pitch softball located in Oxford. M-Trade is one of the premier facilities in the South with 12 synthetic turf infields, five Olympic-sized soccer fields, and an indoor hitting facility with six batting cages. With a full tournament schedule now through the end of June, there's plenty of opportunity to see why teams are calling M-Trade Park the best facility in the state with playing surfaces that are second to none. Plus, while enjoying your team at M-Trade Park, you can enjoy all that Oxford has to offer. World-class dining, great shopping, certainly a good time for the entire family. Make M-Trade Park a part of your tournament schedule this spring. Visit them right now, mtradepark.com, for details and registration information. Big tournament, baseball tournament happening this weekend in Oxford at M Trade Park. You need more information? Check them out online mtradepark.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 